What I have found over the years is that there are two types of fudge eaters. If we weren't married and we weren't in love with each other, we'd, we would just be very, very good friends. That's the rub, isn't it? You know, there's so many things we still want to do, but we're having so much fun here. The first question we have to answer is, what kind of fudge eater are you? Hmm. I'm Ken Cooper. This is Around River City. Thanks for being a part of this conversation. It's a talk with Linda Schulte. Linda and her husband, Steve, about six years ago, started a little company called Valley Fudge and Candy. They did this upon retirement, which is an interesting story all by itself. And this time around, I'm going to be talking with Linda about Valley Fudge and Candy and the business, but also some of the backstory, how she and Steve fell in love. That is an interesting, and I can tell you right now, a unique story. I'll be back with Linda Schulte from Valley Fudge and Candy on Around River City. I'm Ken Cooper, and this is Around River City. Thanks again for being a part of this conversation. I sat down the other day to talk with Linda Schulte, who I've known for several years, and she and her husband, Steve, did something unusual. They retired and then decided to start this company, kind of on a whim, and they have found themselves growing and growing and growing the company. We decided to sit down and talk about how all that happened and what they were doing before they decided to start this company. And like a lot of really good conversations, we just sort of... Should we just start talking? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) We're here ostensibly to talk about Valley Fudge and Candy and Sweet Valley Artisans. Do you have anything else? (laughs) You have uh, so much going on. Yes, we do. It's like if we weren't busy enough in our retirement, as our children always, our, um, our adult children will always call us on the phone and say, so mom, how's retirement going for you? Because they know that instead of being retired, we have a fudge company. And then a little over a year ago, we added on a whole retail store, Sweet Valley Artisans, on the front of it. So I don't know how that all really happened, but it happened. And here we are, and we're having a great time doing both. Well, I'm hoping we can talk our way through to how it happened. Because that's one of the things that I found most fascinating about you and Steve, your husband, Mm -hmm. is that at the time when most people say we're done, Mm -hmm. it seemed like you just really got started. (laughs) It does seem that way. It's like our my life and maybe Steve's too. It's like we're almost running it in reverse, but we are, we are having so much fun. Um, yes, we are retired from, uh, corporate life and corporate jobs, but now we're just doing, doing different things and having so much fun, I guess, having our, our own business. Um, I said to somebody just the other day, I don't know what happened. I gave somebody something, did something. And I said, you know, that's, That's the thing I like about having my own business. I can do whatever I want. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I know. It's really fun. And did it take getting used to 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 realize you can do whatever you want, or was that an easy thing to do? I don't I guess it wasn't hard. I guess, you know, I think Steve and I both, um, I don't know if I should say we kind of live by the seat of our pants, but we're not huge planners and we like to do things spontaneously and as life 
throws things at us, mm -hmm. we just kind of do it. So you're, when life gave you lemons, instead of lemonade, you made fudge. Exactly. We just <laughs> made fudge. Exactly. And we did not, I have to say, we didn't come to retirement and say, okay, let's have another business. Let's do something. It sort of, it sort of just evolved on its own, only because um, when we moved back to Coon Valley in 2016, just about March of that year, um, I, I did intend to retire, and I did because we left, we were living in Pittsburgh, uh, suburban Pittsburgh at the time. What were you doing then? I had, well, Steve, we, we moved around a lot in the past 20 some years with Steve's corporate job. He was in um, large grocery store, in-store bakeries. So the last um, position that Steve had was as um, bakery director of a 250 store chain in Pittsburgh. Wow. So yeah, and that was kind of a dream of his. He'd wanted to, to be a large store director, which he was. And he did great at it. And then um, he, he was offered an opportunity to join a consulting team. Um, and so at that time, we realized that we didn't have to live in Pittsburgh anymore. We liked Pittsburgh and had many friends there. But our, our family said, hey, you don't have to live away from us anymore with this um, consulting and then we realized, oh, yeah, that would, mm -hmm. we could live wherever. So we moved back here, and my, my dad and my sister and her husband um, live in Coon Valley, have lived here for many years, and I knew of it. But you're not from Coon Valley. Right? No, oh. not originally. And so we just decided this is where we would live because my dad was at the time, I think, 90 and now he's 96 or 97 and so go it's dad. yeah right go dad is right he um he's just a super guy and so it's worked out well steve's parents live about two hours from here our children all live sort of most of them anyway close by so it just worked out well and i had no intention of ramping up a, a business at all and only because um Carla Lewison, who owns Donna's Daughters here in town, another shop, um, was having her annual uh, craft show at the Village Hall in the fall. And I'm kind of a joiner. If someone's doing something, <laughs> I want to do it too. And the only problem was I don't have talent in the craft world. I'm not crafty. So what could I do? What could I do? I wanted to be in the craft show. And Steve said, and these, this is kind of what started it all, well, why don't, why don't you make some fudge? Because everybody likes chocolate at a craft show. That'll mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, we'll make some fudge. And Steve knew about this system of how to make it on a larger scale from his years in bakery. So we, we bought a kettle and some equipment. A small amount of equipment to just do this yeah. craft sale. I think we spent three hundred dollars, which I thought was like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. This is what am I going to do about <laughs> this with all this? This is like, oh my gosh. So I made about two hundred something packages of 
of the same kind of fudge we still make today. And I took it to the craft show and um, it all sold out just like Steve predicted. Were you surprised? Yes, I think I was because I was really thinking, well, what if nobody buys it? But that didn't happen and they bought it and the rest, as they say, is history. So, so this particular business of yours, this iteration of your life, this, <laughs> yes. this chapter of your life started from two offhand comments, one from your husband and you, you just shrugging your shoulders and saying, yeah, okay. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not exaggerating a bit. <laughs> you need to be careful what you say next. Yes. <laughs> and I, that's true with Steve. Steve has a true entrepreneurial gene <laughs> and maybe I do a little bit too but put the two of us together and it it's pretty dangerous yeah yeah well it has certainly I want to get into a lot of your backstory too and, and a lot of your side stories too Bef- before we started recording we we're talking music and all kinds of things so I'd like to talk more about that stuff but let's just sort of jump ahead now to what Valley Fudge and Candy has become my gosh I know and I and I, I know we've done this before on the radio but I think the best example of how you've grown is your butter story. <laughs> Our butter story. The, the, yes. the butter story that you know that I love that story. Yes. And partly because you use so few ingredients, which is a mm-hmm. good thing, and natural mm-hmm. ingredients, yes. that every one of them has to be right on. Right. I guess maybe um, maybe this was all fortuitous and in the stars, but... To start a fudge company in Little Coon Valley, which happens to be right next to Little Westby, where we feel like the world's very highest quality butter is produced. And um, so we started when we first made our fudge in, for that little craft sale. And you knew, so you knew then that you wanted it to be extra special. It wasn't mm-hmm. just let's churn out some nope. stuff and get it sold. It no, was... I guess not. I guess we always. We're more about the quality and maybe it was even, uh, we didn't really maybe know how important it was to us. We just thought, well, if we're going to make fudge, we want to make no really good fudge. Yeah. So I guess it was just all luck that we were right next door to Westby Creamery. And I remember going to the Creamery store and I bought two pounds of butter because I had heard the little old ladies in town talk about, well, if you're going to make Christmas cookies or anything like that, of course you want to use Westby mm-hmm. Creamery butter. It's the best butter. Little old ladies know everything. They know everything when it comes to baking cookies. And there are some really great bakers in this town. So, of course, we just started with Westby butter. And we started buying one or two pounds. And then pretty soon, well, I guess we just kept buying one or two pounds for quite a while really and I should tell you this I don't know if I ever told you this story about the time I was in the creamery store and Luke Zam from Driftless Cafe in Viroqua came Mm -hmm. in and he picked up a great big uh, box which happened to be I found out later a 40 pound cube of butter and he it was sitting on the counter and he picked it up and he hoisted it on his shoulder and out the door he went with that big box. And I thought, how could anyone use that much butter? I thought, wow, but he's got a big, important restaurant. So, of course, mm-hmm. he must oh, use yeah. a lot of butter. Yeah. So I never thought ever that I would be buying a 40-pound cube of butter. But that came 
to be. I don't, I don't honestly remember the first cube that we bought, but I remember thinking, wow, that is a big box <laughs> of butter and it's all in one big yeah. hunk, 40 pounds worth. So that must have, that must have, when you first saw that and it's yours, you must have, well, did you think to yourself, how am I going to use yes, 40 pounds? How are we going to use that? And it, when we first started doing that, we we're actually sitting in the room that used to be our little kitchen. Um, and I remember coming in here and Steve and I decided, well, we better section this all off into two pound amounts. So we took that whole 40 pound cube apart and wrapped it carefully in saran wrap with a label on each one. And now I laugh when I think about that because now we just use um, a, a, a plastic glove and we just hunk <laughs> take that butter out All because right. we have we know and then we yeah. weigh the two pounds and put it in the kettle and go and we go through now during last 2021 holiday season i was um at least once a week sometimes twice a week going to the creamery distribution center now they won't even they can't even handle so now me at you're the there store. With the semis. now i'm there with the semis in my little nissan cube i have a red nissan cube <laughs> and i have to back that little cube into those loading docks mm -hmm. um among the semis and i'm sure that they're in their trucks laughing at me so oh, here i go if they knew what you were doing with that butter they'd be happy to let you in happy i guess you in. i guess but it's kind of scary for me i when they're when all the docks are full and i have to find my little spot i'm kind of embarrassed to back in there with all yeah. the semis but well, i do sure. <laughs> so back to that craft show and everything sold so well and i'm guessing you or steve you scratched your head and thought hmm maybe steve did more than me he's got more Steve's more has a bigger vision for things than me a lot of times. He has to drag me along behind him. But I mean, I catch the vision, but I don't catch it as quickly sometimes. Yeah. And yeah, he probably did. I can see his mind back then churning like, hmm. He was still working full time when we started the fudge okay. company. So uh, that would have been like 2016 and 17 and maybe even 18. He worked um, all that time full time. So it was just me in this little kitchen during the week, I would make, I had one kettle, one batch at a time, and a batch of fudge makes about five or six, depending, pans, nine by 13 pans of fudge. So when I look back sometimes at little videos or pictures that we were doing back then, I really have to laugh because you know, we thought we had a lot going on, and we did, but um, it's a lot bigger. What do you think if me from 2022 were able to go back in time and tell you in 2017, hey, get ready because you're going to be backing your cube up to a loading <laughs> docks to get 200 pounds of butter at a time? I I would have laughed. I really would have laughed because it just it just I guess it just sort of kept growing and growing and growing. And really, there were only Steve and I until about May of 2020, because it was just, the pandemic was just kind of starting. 
and we knew we needed more room from this little 200 square feet and our landlord Dave was kind enough to um, build out this thousand square feet that's behind us now is part of the building and he retooled the whole thing cleaned it up re redid it all for us and that was very scary to me then because okay we're starting a pandemic the, the retail store was closed for a while and here we are and our rent is going to go up exponentially mm -hmm. and we had no idea if what was going to happen all we knew was we had a great big facility now but what was going to happen to our business well there again i don't know if, what the timing was but it appears that everybody decided to go online and buy fudge everybody. because <laughs> because you couldn't go shopping and we and i think we wanted to treat ourselves we, wanted, we right fudge. we needed some comfort food apparently and um, so it just, we were, we were lucky enough that we had gotten a website up and running, um, an e-commerce website before, right before that. So we were there again. I've always said about Steve, the guy has really good timing. <laughs> so Well, yes, he walked out of here just before yeah. we started recording. So yeah, very good timing there. He has very good timing and having the website um, ready and there's a funny story about that too because it was probably right before mother's day of that may of 2020 and we had a couple people call on a friday afternoon and they said you know we're having trouble with your website something's not, we're not able to do it so we called our our web designer and um, manager guy joe and he's 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 very good. He's always right on the spot where we need him. And he called back right away and he said, Oh my gosh, you guys, I am so sorry. You have so many people on your website right now that I need to put you on a bigger server. Oh, you crashed the we, site. We almost crashed his he was like, I feel he felt so bad and we're like, hey, hey you know That's that a badge it, of honor right there. Bad, anyway, but that's a funny story about that. So now, I think Steve told me not too long ago that we have our very own server. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which I know nothing about, but well, apparently congratulations. that's a good thing. It's a very nerdy success story. I guess that's a nerdy success story, yeah. but yes. And so we really do a lot, a lot online. Um, Is that most of your business now? No, or? really our- Because you do retail too, in other stores though too, right? We do many stores now, which is surprising to me too, across the whole country sell our fudge. So we really have a larger wholesale business mm -hmm. of fudge oh. than we do retail, um, which is surprising. Well. I think it's surprising until you taste your fudge. <laughs> and Thanks. which brings me into my next line of questioning because well, my first question is I see a bunch of fudge here. Are we going to taste it? <laughs> yes, you're welcome to There's taste one that's it. yellow and a bluish color. What is that? Yes. Well we made that and we haven't even these don't have labels on because we haven't even put them out oh. for sale. But we wanted to do something to think about the people in Ukraine. I, as soon as I, as soon yeah. as you picked it up, I thought, oh my gosh, that's in so support of Ukraine. We haven't even put a label on it, but we'll probably can put I open it, it and taste Go it. Go ahead and I, well, that one doesn't. That's kind of a vanilla fudge. Okay. That's just a basic vanilla because that run that you're 
that you are um, tasting, mm -hmm. we just put out to see what okay. it would look like. Blue is not a particularly easy color to right. do with food, but we found... I think it was one of the, the last right colors color. they were ever able to create yeah. artificially, actually. It's, yeah, so that's just mm. a vanilla fudge, which when we make the not next... Not just, do not say just. Well, when we make another mm. batch, we'll probably put... Um, some cream cheese in there or some lemon or something to give it more flavor. What do you suggest? Well, I suggest more of that. <laughs> I, I think I think it's wonderful. I think it is a good, it's like a good vanilla-ness because it's a good flavor all on its own, mm -hmm. but it's also a wonderful base. Like, yep. you know, I thought there might be with the blue on top, I thought there might be like a blue raspberry or something oh, like that. But yes. I think almost any kind of a fruit flavor, uh, mm -hmm. or I thought lemon maybe in the yellow part. Mm -hmm. That's um, what I, when I saw it, I thought maybe it should be lemon. Lemon and blueberry. Lemon and blueberry. Those go exactly. together very well. And we well. do actually make a lemon and blueberry in the summer, so we could make it those yeah. flavors. So but that's Right that's now, wonderful. it's just, hopefully we'll have some mm. money we can donate to the suffering people in ukraine so that's what that was about oh and i love that you're you're doing more than just showing support you're giving support we we try that's one of the things um that not only valley fudge but um sweet valley artisans is all about giving back okay. to well and i i did have a, a couple of serious questions about about your fudge because i've i've eaten a lot of fudge over the years, and I think I told you this one of the very first times we met is most fudge I'm not really a fan of because all I ever taste is sugar. Yes, yeah, it's kind yours of is it different. can be kind of dry, it can be kind of grainy. Yours is so different, it is unlike any fudge I've ever had. There's distinct flavors, it's a beautiful texture. It's certainly like how big is how much does this bar That's weigh? That's a half a pound, uh, eight ounces. This, I mean. This would be days worth to eat for one mm -hmm, person. Mm -hmm. um, well, some people. Yeah. There. What I have found over the years is that there are two types of fudge eaters. There's the person, honestly, that can sit down and eat that all, which I could never do. Yeah. And then there's the person that's very disciplined and can take a little slice off and make that bar last for weeks. Well, I wouldn't go weeks, <laughs> but. I think what I would probably do is I feel like if I take very teeny bites and I take 20 of those, that's better than taking five really big really bites. Big bites. I, yes. For some reason, I feel better that's doing that. That's kind of me. But uh, right. that's, you know, we were talking earlier about the ingredients that you use and the care I, that you put into the, the process. Um, it, it really is different. I, what else about your product makes it so loved? I mean... I mean, we talked about your timing was really good. Well, with the pandemic, actually, maybe a bit of an advantage. For, for us, it worked out. And I I have, over the, over the months, I have really struggled with that because, because for us, it wasn't a bad thing. But for mm -hmm. many other businesses, right. it was really tough. So, um, you know, I guess I can't change it. But w right. we were right. able to keep going. Um the store was closed for a while, and we were we reopened. I don't know how many months ago, but mm -hmm. that was good for all of our vendors in the store. But yes, we were just fortunate that the kind of business we had. Like you said, somebody told me that same thing, and it's like, well, people will need a little bit of comfort food, and it sure enough mm -hmm. was mm -hmm. that 
because I guess we did. So we're going to take a little bit of a break, I think, and we'll talk about some other things. But before we do that, tell us a little bit of a commercial here, how people can find out more and get more of your fudge. Well, probably the easiest way and maybe the most fun way for people is to just go on our website, valleyfudgeandcandy.com, and you can see all the many flavors and all the pretty pictures. Um, it really is fun to look at. We, we have probably in our recipe book, I think there are probably 100 recipes, but we always try to keep about 50 flavors. Some are seasonal, mm. some are there all the time, like good old chocolate walnut mm. or maple walnut. But um, it, it really is a very pretty website and it's fun to see. I, would, I don't mean to argue with you, but I would say maybe the funnest way is to come to the store. Or to come, yeah. Because you're here we're sometimes. Here. Is we're my, here out pretty front much, is much all the time, yeah. 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 And you're yeah. a pretty fun person. Oh, I don't know if you okay. know that, but you're a pretty oh, fun person. Well, we, we just have so much fun, and we love to see people enjoying the fudge, and we love to hear the stories. We get phone calls. And I can say this because I am one, but I call them in the afternoon. We have what we call my little old lady calls. <laughs> And I truly, I can only say that because I'm a little old lady now too, but sometimes, well, I should say often older ladies and sometimes gentlemen, but more ladies like to call us on the phone. And sometimes it's just to say, oh, I got your fudge and I really like it. And sometimes it's because they're a little bit nervous about the internet. Hmm. And so we just talk to them on the phone. So it's gotten to be my little old lady calls is Aww. what I call them. So that's, I guess, what makes us, I think, makes us special because we really love our customers. Um, our website guy said one time he was going to try to make something easy for us. And he said, well, you don't want people calling you. They can just do it this way. And we went, no, Joe, we really love people to call us because we like to talk to our customers. So we're still small enough, and I hope we never get too big that we really love. We love our customers. A lot of business people will say that, but when you get a chance to sit down and talk with Linda from Valley Fudge and Candy, you really see that she means it. She and Steve absolutely love what they're doing, making very high-quality fudge and making people happy. I can tell you they have no need to be putting in all this time and the effort. They do it because they love to do it, and they really do love their customers. Now, when we come back on Around River City, Linda and I are going to get personal. This is Around River City. I'm your host, Ken Cooper. And, and by the way, you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere that you download your podcast. It's always free to do that. And you can even subscribe at AroundRiverCity.com. And we'll send you an alert every time we have a new episode for you to check out. So let's get back to the conversation with Linda Schulte from Valley Fudge and Candy in Coon Valley. Can we get personal now? Sure. Tell me about life pre-fudge. For Linda and Steve, you have kids. Yes, we do. We are a blended family. Um, Steve and I have been together since about 2000. We got married in 2003. And so Steve has three daughters and a son, all grown up and married. And I have two sons. 
grown up and married. And so um, we have 12 grandchildren between us. I mean, I say Steve has this and I have that, but really we are one big family. Mm -hmm. And we're very fortunate that we don't have anybody. This and mine and yours and everybody is good. So we're very blessed. So when you go visit all of those kids and grandkids and things, do you ever dare show up without fudge? No. No, we never, <laughs> ever dare show up without fudge. The last one we were was a birthday party for our granddaughter over in uh, Boyd, Wisconsin, which is kind of in the central part of the state. And Harper was having her birthday party. So, of course, we take fudge. And I, I try to always remember, and I somehow have a memory for who likes what kind of fudge. I don't know why, but I don't have the best memory in the world, but I always remember people's favorite fudge. <laughs> so we You're always a mom take and a them. grandma. You remember things like that. I guess I do. So no. To answer your question, we never go anywhere with our to our family without fudge. <laughs> yeah. How, how did you and Steve meet? I love love stories. Okay, well... We were probably one of the first, some of the early um, internet dating couples. You met online? We met online. Yes. I know. It was way back in like 2000 or something like that. Dial-up? Yeah. you a dial-up love affair? (laughs) We might be. I don't remember. We maybe (laughs) did have dial-up way back then. Wow. But Steve um, lived in Stevens Point, and I lived in a little town called Hammond up by the Twin Cities up in St. Croix County. And so we met, and I guess we talked online for a, for a while, and then we went to talking on the phone, and then we actually met for lunch. So, yes, to answer that question, wow. we are one of the earliest wow. online. That's got to be a new song, couple. Dial Up Love Affair. <laughs> Dial Up. It does sound like a song, yeah, doesn't it? Dial it Up does. Love Affair. Well, what did he write that caught your attention? You know, honestly. He's not here to say what yeah. caught his attention about you. Yes. So. I, honestly, I wish I could remember. It wasn't, it wasn't like a chat room, so to speak. It was like a, a letter. He had written a letter. And I, I liked the letter, and so I wrote back to him, and I can't remember either of those. But then, so we talked, I guess he must have written back to me. And then he did the, like, we he kind of, I guess you call that ghosting. He kind of ghosted <laughs> me for a while. So, and that, then so he ignored you? He ignored me for a while. Oh, Steve. I know. Well, he learned in the end, I guess. So... I don't know, it was a few weeks, and all of a sudden, he appeared again, and then then we just kept going from there. And then you had him. Then I had him, yes, I know. And so he, we, we lived about four hours apart here in Wisconsin for six or eight or ten months. I don't remember how long it was. And then Steve was um, recruited to take a position in Columbus, Ohio. And it was like, oh, we either have to break up or we have to, I have to move there anyway were your children grown at that time yes yes pretty much my youngest son was just going into college at oh, that okay. time so yes that all worked out but it was still my family my siblings my parents they were not too happy about the prospect of me 
mm-hmm. moving to Columbus, Ohio. Some dude you met online. And exactly. Now you're... I shouldn't say this, but my sisters jokingly referred to Steve, who they had not met at this time because he had because he had moved away. They referred to Steve, the um, infamous Steve, as the axe murderer. Oh. <laughs> because they didn't they never met him and so when we would joke about it they would they would say he was the axe murderer but you know because everybody in my family was a little bit skeptical because sure. internet dating was you know online dating was mm, they didn't trust any of this sketch my so, daughter would say it was sketch it was sketch oh okay it was definitely sketch but <laughs> For once in my life, I'm the oldest of four and a typical oldest child. You know, you always want to please your parents and do what they want you to do. But I was in my 40s at the time, and I decided, well, I'm sorry, but this is what I'm going to do. So I quit my job, my good job, and I moved to Columbus, Ohio. After I'd gotten a job in Columbus, Mm -hmm. I got a job there, and then that's what we did. So we've been together ever since. Here's another question, and it's very personal, and it you I, I need to ask for complete honesty. Okay. On your online profile, did you pardon the pun? Did you fudge anything, or were you honest? Ah. I... What did you? What were you least honest about? Mm, okay, I'll be really, really honest here. I am older than Steve. Does he know that? He didn't then. <laughs> he does now. <laughs> and he did a long time ago. But I don't, I don't even know if my age was out there because it was just this letter thing that was going back and forth. But when I found out from Steve that he was a couple years younger than me, I thought, hmm, I don't know what I should do here. So I did fudge. Hmm. Maybe that was... Hmm. In the cards. I did fudge my age for a while until... That's what we call foreshadowing, I think. (laughs) Yeah, really. So, yes, total honesty, I did. Wow. But that's the only thing, I think. But I I remember feeling a little bit weird about that, but... Well, that's okay. I'm sure he he (laughs) seems... Obviously, he is over it now, if there was a He's over it, I guess, yes. Were you ever scared? I mean, because that, that is a big change. I mean, you were—you said you were in your 40s, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it was mm-hmm. about time that you did something for yourself. But what do you think of when I say that word scared? I, I know that I wasn't scared. I just knew that it was going to work out. And when, when I think back on it now, it probably was kind of um, risky. You know, I... I moved away from everything I had known. Your security? And my security, and um, I had a good job. I loved my job, and a few of the people I worked with probably thought I was crazy too. My family did, my friends did, but for some reason, I just knew it was the right thing, and I was right. Would you advise others to do that and behave that way? I guess I would say... Do your due diligence. I guess I trusted, I knew Steve and I knew his heart and I knew he had a good relationship with his parents and his siblings and all of that kind of thing just added up to me. And 
I guess it could have turned out differently. I mm -hmm. could have been duped. Um, those things happen, and it, it was risky now that I talk about it as much as we're doing, but... Well, let's stop talking about it. I don't want you to <laughs> no, second no, guess at yourself. No, it's too late I, to second guess. I'm definitely, you know, we've been happily married for 20 years. And so I think everybody in both sides of our family would be thinking, well, oh, this worked out, you yeah. know. Uh, does the whole axe murderer thing still come up ever? <laughs> no, I don't think it does. You know, good. and my dad and mom were were really nervous about me doing that but now my dad my dad thinks more of steve than he does i'm pretty sure of me oh. <laughs> he loves steve to death and steve is so good to him he really helps him a lot and helps him as a 96 year old without making him feel that he's helping him he just is a really steve is the most kind generous person hmm. way more so than me steve is extremely <laughs> kind he is he all right i'm gonna wrap all this stuff up and go talk to steve he yeah, seems like the... he's a very super special guy he really is mm -hmm. and anybody who knows him would tell you the same mm -hmm. thing i'm gonna put you on the spot with this question why does he love you why does he love me you know what i really don't know <laughs> there are some days think? why do you there think? are some days you know i think we just enjoy each other a lot and we're always i'm always up for what he's thinking about and he's always up for, for whatever i want to do so we just really are a good match for each other mm -hmm. if we weren't married and we weren't in love with each other we'd we would just be very very good friends we yeah. just kind of we still have have the best conversations we can sit and talk about anything forever so yeah i don't yeah. know you know, as we were talking earlier, um, I think having those passions helps. Mm -hmm. I mean, you mm -hmm. both, you know, we were talking about we, it's, it seems like you two and, and my wife and I, we have a passion for food, food. Uh -huh. and cooking and yeah. music. Yep. And I think sharing those passions must I, help a lot I too. I definitely agree. If you share the same passions, you can't help but have a great time together and right like like we were talking before because you talk a lot about your Sarah and I know Steve's always talking about me because people tell me that all the time and it's it's heartwarming heartwarming I guess and sweet that he's proud of me and what he thinks I do these wonderful things you know and it's it's very sweet that he feels that way and I'm sure that's the same way you feel about yeah, Sarah yeah. and all of this beauty and this love of your relationship started with you lying about your age. How do you feel <laughs> about that, young lady? did. Oh, I know. Isn't that something? Hmm. I don't know. That's what <laughs> happened. I had to, I guess I knew he was the right guy, and I didn't want to. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. I'm Ken Cooper. This is Around River City, and you're in the middle of a conversation with me and Linda Schulte from Valley Fudge and Candy in Coon Valley. You can also check out their products at valleyfudgeandcandy.com. We've talked about the present day. We've talked a little bit about the past with Linda. And when we come back in our final segment, we are going to talk about the future. This is Around River City. This is Around River City. It's the podcast about the people and the places and the businesses that make this such a cool place to live. 
I'm Ken Cooper. Today I'm chatting with Linda Schulte from Valley Fudge and Candy in Coon Valley. And we've talked a lot about the creation of Valley Fudge and Candy. We've talked about how she and Steve fell in love. And now I think it's time we talk about what Steve and Linda are looking forward to. What are we looking forward to? Well, we kind of dream about trying to work out a way that we can do a little traveling. We used to, we still do, we have a big um, camping trailer sitting right outside this building that we, we love to camp and so we would like to maybe get a class A RV at some time and mm-hmm. do some traveling around the country. Um, Where do you want to go? Oh gosh. We want to go all over the country. In fact, only a few days ago, Steve was mapping out a route to kind of start here and make a trip maybe around the country. I don't know when that's going to be, but... Well, if you keep on making this incredible fudge, it's not going to happen. I know. That's, That's the rub, isn't it? You know, there's so many things we still want to do. But we're having so much fun here between the store and the fudge. I mean, many days, the store's not open today, but on days when the retail store is open, I probably make 20 trips, probably not exaggerating at all, between the back of the house where we make fudge and the front of the store where we have all the retail. Mm -hmm. So, but that, it's fun. You know, Mm -hmm. we just really, we're lucky. Well, and to get serious for just a second, because you talked about there, there's the rub. You love the business that you're that you have created, and you love doing it. But you also have other dreams. What do you, what do you think about the word regrets? I mean, is is it? It's a tough. It's a tough word. Are there some? Are there any? Mm, not, not so far. I guess if we get to the age where we can't travel, but. I don't know. If we don't get to do as much traveling, if we're happy doing what we're doing, I guess we won't have any regrets. But we have a team in place now that uh, we're certain that they can carry on for a couple weeks without us. And that's that's what we should do. We should have a succession plan. And mm-hmm. at some point, well, somebody will buy this. So you're not only making great fudge and a strong company, but you're helping the people on your team become better and more successful too. Right. And really, truly, that's one of the things we enjoy so much. In Coon Valley, we employ 12 or so people, most part-time, but that's even more fun because they get to be semi-retired and still have a little income and have fun doing it. And, um, yeah, so. Well, before we finish up our conversation, can we try some more fudge? You certainly Which can. Which one should we try next? Ah, you, I think there's you one that's try dill pickle. Really? You, do you like pickles? I love pickles. Well, try the dill pickle, which the story of the dill pickle is that a company in Milwaukee, Brew City Pickle, wanted us to make a pickle fudge for them. So we took up the challenge, and this is what came of it. It's, you see, I see the green, and I was thinking, oh, it might be mint mm, or lime. right. right. It has a dill pickle. <laughs> it smells like dill pickle. <laughs> it's kind of a, a strange thing in your mouth mm. where you're thinking sweet because I'm having fudge, but yet you have that pickle. But you know, 
the acid with, with, of, the, of the pickle, and it really tastes like pickle. It does, it, doesn't it? That is really good. And it's not overly sweet. It's not right. overly, I'm not, I'm not like screwing my eyes shut right. because it's so tart. Mm-hmm. Well, good. So, well, that's different. Very that's different. really good. It's one of the things that we really enjoy. Oh, I have to tell you this before we're done is that this year we've had this team, team fun thing going on where everybody on our team gets to invent a fudge of their own. And so the first one was last month, March, was mint cookies, mint cookies and cream, mm. which was Courtney's invention. And one of the other ones is here. I believe this is blueberry crumble or blueberry crisp. Okay, let's try that one. These are so new they don't even have labels on. So every team member gets to invent. Um, Julia's inventing rhubarb uh rhubarb something or other and we have coffee that is really good the blueberry is very good i hope your pickle doesn't mess it up but you know what's funny about the pickle this would be great with the bloody mary yes it would the pickle would be great i hadn't thought about that but you're right i'll take some down to the stockyard and legacy in fact i think we did have jeff at the legacy tried it and oh I yeah, he's he up for it. anything. Yeah, he's up for anything. Jeff is. Well, great. the blueberry is. Yes. Beautiful. So and we wonderful. have some other. Oh, you have to try this one. All right, all right. Force me. This Twist is my arm. Steve's invention, which is strawberry rum chata. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you can see, a, you can see we have a lot of fun around here. That's why he asked me earlier if I was on the clock or not. Oh, maybe. And we decided you're never on never the clock on when the you're clock in Coon Valley. In Valley. I'm going to definitely mm. share that with our business association members tonight. So tell me, can wow. you taste what you're supposed to taste in there? There should be a little cinnamony. Yeah, I'm getting cinnamon. A little bit of rum flavor, I think. Yeah, there's a little rum and there's some the the strawberry strawberry mm-hmm. really that's another interesting thing it's so hard when you make something with distinct flavors to keep them they meld mm-hmm. together but also to keep them separate so you do get the individual right. flavors and i think we made the first mm. run of that wasn't quite what we were looking for so we have a lot of fun with r&d around here mm, like, i'll bet you do a little more of this a little so, more of that with your thing about letting your your team members invent flavors, do you ever do you ever let radio disc jockeys invent oh, flavors? Oh, you know what? I bet we could. I bet you should. I bet we I should. Bet you should. Well, you think about that and tell me what your the Ken Cooper special invention. Let me think. I have well, some ideas. I think you should think about that butterscotch cake you were telling well, me yeah, about. Well, my daughter and I baked a butterscotch cake, mm-hmm. and the frosting is a browned butter cream mm. cheese frosting. Sounds wonderful. So maybe, do you do a browned butter anything? We don't right now. All right, let's move in that we direction. We don't even have a butterscotch. We have several caramel, but no okay. butterscotch. So I think this will be the we Ken might be Cooper special. There you yes. go. <laughs> I love it. Gosh, Linda, thanks for sitting down and oh, talking. Oh, thank you, Ken. It's been fun. Been fun. I've all, we, the first time you, I met you, you came here to Coon Valley mm-hmm. and we did Fudgepalooza. Oh Remember yeah, we did a Saturday? live remote here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And we and then you came I'm sure I said something that? embarrassing because I usually do oh, with those probably. things. But 
but you played know. right along. You we played just sort right of clicked along. right then, yeah. and we've always been friends. So I'm so so happy to be working with you again. All right, that can be it. Okay. What a great conversation. What a great lady. Linda Schulte from Valley Fudge and Candy in Coon Valley. You know, I think the best thing I can say about Linda is she's real. When you meet Linda and you chat with her for a little while and it's time to part, a hug is just going to seem like the natural thing to do. And that's going to wrap things up for this episode of Around River City. I'm Ken Cooper. Thanks for being a part of this conversation. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you download your podcasts. It's free to do that. We'll send you an alert every time we have a new episode. Oh, And stick around because there's a bonus segment to this podcast coming up. Okay, so unbeknownst to me, I left out a major part of the Linda and Steve love story. And (laughs) I found out, Linda, after we wrapped things up with the podcast, that, my gosh, you really had an interesting wedding, didn't you? Yes, we did. We certainly did. Here's how it goes. Steve and I um, got married in a grocery store in Columbus, (laughs) Ohio. Okay. There's more to it than that, I think, right? (laughs) Right. So when we got married, Steve was working um, in the corporate office. He was the bakery director at Big Bear grocery store chain in Columbus. And I didn't know about this, but they had decided in the corporate office to do a day of weddings in one of their stores because they thought, oh, we have cake, we have flowers, we have wine, we have everything we need to do a wedding. So on Valentine's Day, let's do weddings for anybody, any couple who wants to come in and be married in our store. We'll get a justice of the peace and we'll do that. That makes a lot of sense. Well, I guess to them, I thought I'd never heard of that before. <laughs> and I did not know about it at the time at all. Were you engaged so, at the time? Well, yes, we were. We were both in Columbus. And so you so, got married anyway, at the grocery store. We got married at the grocery store. and In aisle, that, which aisle were you in? Oh, we were in aisle five. Yeah, yes, that's Clean up in aisle five. Were. Yes, marriage or nuptials, as they call it, in aisle five. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, I don't know. That is such a uniquely romantic story. I love it. I know. Unique is the operative word, isn't it? It always is a conversation starter whenever Steve and I are meeting people for the first time. So it's kind of fun for that alone. (laughs) 